Kin Shannon is a cold city. Set blocking the jagged mountain pass, the city looms over the hijask firelands to the south, cutting a sharp relief from the face of the mountain slope to the north. The frozen waste of Acrea lay beyond the mountains, home to the prized and formidable cold-scale drakes. Kinshana was founded by a group of entrepreneurial dwarven mages who sought to control the trade between north and south. They levied harsh taxes and amassed an overwhelming fortune, one of legend. Rumors spread, and soon greed drove wave after wave of brutal attacks upon the city. The walls remained unbroken for twelve years, until a drow came along. Kael Nesh, the Master of Shadow, led an army of rogues through the Underdark within the Jagged Mountains, and found a route into Kinshannon. Once the city fell, none could hold on to it for more than three years. But once the fog came, neither men, nor dwarves, nor elves had the will to wage war. And during the peace, Kinshannon grew, pulling stones from the nearby cliffs and molding towers and streets the sparse countryside made wood a precious commodity. For years, Kinshannon was a busy trade city, welcoming all creatures as equals and prospering in the process. But the fog grew. In the old Varric texts, they say the fog was created. A torn portal cast by an arrogant young wizard, ripping the fabric between the demonic plane and the material plane. After casting the spell and watching his hubris become his downfall, the wizard fought bravely with the torn portal, but the demon essence seeped into his skin. Many other texts chronicle the growth of the fog, newspapers reporting hermits and wanderers witnessing an unnaturally dark fog in deep areas of the forest late at night, then books of lakes being blotted out on a clear, full moonlit night, and fields disappearing as if erased from the world, but first, only at night. Then villages began to fall. The fog spread throughout homes, leaving only behind withered husks and rotting wood. Then the cities fell. Mass migrations, starvation, disease, and fear permeated the world. But a few remain. Blackrock, the ice crown of the north, sealed their walls, turning away any who sought shelter, but saving their citizens. The elven fortress, Talesi, deep in the hijask firelands, built a moat of lava, keeping the fog at bay. As the cities grew used to the ever-nearing danger, trade began again. Blackrock, Talesi, and Kinshannon started trading once more, and the traders, willing to brave the journey, became heroes. But then, one morning, the fog stayed. 665 years have passed since the fog came, and Kinshannon still stands blocked off from the rest of the world by an ocean of demonic death. This is the story of two men, officers of the Kinshannon City Guard. Well, members at least. And technically, they're part of a division of this Kinshannon City Guard, the Dark Watch, responsible for hunting down supernatural evils that seep in through the fog. These are their stories. Half party now. That's great. That's fucking hot.
gentlemen welcome to the new season of half party fresh start with me as always i do have the bespectacled the bearded daniel diagnoff man there's a lot of pressure on the first thing i have to say and what i want to say to you guys is and also with me <laughs> is the one not only there's like well, there's, okay, so roll it back. There's like six or there's at least two that I've met. Justin Smith. I'm not gonna miss the opportunity and just say I love Bjorn and Dan, and I'm back with a vengeance for this season. That that was really nice. <laughs> that that makes me sound terrible. You guys find yourselves in the bullpen, where you've started every morning for the past six years. Working for the Dark Watch. As you sit ready for your morning debrief, uh, your captain comes in and holding a large notebook in front of him, clipboard. He's got various lists, pencil in his hand. And Captain Shelby steps to the podium and says, Good, good morning. Just you two? Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good, good morning. Yeah. We're, and you look around, there's, there's at least 10 seats. Just you two are there. How uh, are we sitting next to each other? Yeah, you guys are. You guys are sitting next to each other, right. both kind of engrossed in your morning routine, not yeah. paying attention to where the other. You've just realized that no one else is here. Yeah, I've been. I've been looking at my hands. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, I've been messing with oh, my prayer beads. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm your new captain. I'm Captain Shelby. Uh, nice to meet you, Shelby. Pleasure. Uh, and you are? Oh, I'm Daridin, DeHillhammer. Daridin, DeHillhammer. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. And you, sir? Thomas. Thomas Abernathy. Thomas Abernathy. Yep, got you right here. Okay. Thank you guys for showing up on time. Uh, I know that uh, with your regular captain being out, um, what happened? It wasn't to captain? really my. Why are you Sorry? here, Shelby? What happened to the captain? He's been re- relieved of duty uh, due to... He di- he died. What? Wait. He died. You know, you know him. He was a drinker. Gar. He was a drinker, and he was out, and he was, he was drinking. That he went is... home, went to sleep, woke up, find, find right as rain, walked... Yeah. And then fell right into the river. Whoa. Like an idiot. That's just terrible luck. Yeah, no, that's a lot to take in this morning. That's how you want to introduce yourself. I thought thought that you guys were all notified, which is why everyone else went to the funeral. I'm... Oh, wait. Is that today? You're telling me there's a funeral and we're not there? Well, he died the day before. It happened awfully quickly. Um, but anyway, since you guys are here, um, around. Just, the the brass. I can't believe no one called. Is it today? The the brass mm-hmm. sent. Excuse, gentlemen, please. Yeah, yeah no, sorry, sorry, sorry Captain, Shelby. Go right, go right. Go right. Captain, new Thank Captain you. Shelby. Shelby. Thank you. Uh, looking down here, I see we have uh, one case for you, gentlemen, uh, right now. 
there's been uh, some reports uh, oh, yep. up near the crypts of some noises coming from. What is that? Oh, handwriting is terrible. That looks like the plot for C. Oh, plot for C. Plot for C. Plot for C. Yeah, it's one of those real fancy ones where you. Uh, Rest your hands on the shoulders of the, the headstone, and then it opens up, and you go down into the mausoleum. Ah, top of the line. Yep, yep. Yeah. hands on the headstone. Shoulders. It's one of those like ongoing permanent Put magic things. These people must have been loaded. My shoulders. It's like one of those family crypt things. It's No, yeah, well, that makes sense, Shelby. <sighs> well, not on our salaries. We're never going to get to there, but maybe, maybe someday. Maybe the old um, captain will get something nice like that. Not, not really likely. He gambled. He was real... Loose with the money too. Um, Shelby, not a great husband or father. How can you know all this about our captain, and we don't? I guess he was uh, I, a very private I'm, man. I'm coming in uh, from more of a clerical, guard, administrative type, type place. Yeah, pencil pusher. Um, well, I helped coordinate a, a lot. PNG, if you will. I liked to and help. I, I turned to look at. The P- paladin, my god. Sorry, sorry, a little slow. Wait, did you say PNG? PNG. A pencil neck geek. This a one. What? Oh, I see, That's not, I see what okay, you're doing, you Tom. Okay. okay, name calling it's is... It's fine. Give us the report. First day. And we'll, Shelby, we'll see you soon. We're going to go out and handle this plot for C. It's this not one our first carry, day on the, on the watch. This one carries a gold bonus and job. Oh, uh, uh, light risk of loss. I'm sorry, this is new. A risk of loss benefit? Not a problem. That's typical. Risk of loss. It's a, a 425 gold each. Uh, the, you guys get paid out for this one for the risk. Wait, and that's beforehand or after? That's an addition. After. It's the, it's yeah, the it's like your regular salary. Hazard pay, okay. I would. Wait, so I'm getting hazard pay, but how do I. Mm. What? You don't have a next. Or how do kin? we get the money, right? If we like, die, it's a risk of loss. Yes, right. Like how am I? Well, gonna... We don't get the money if we die. You've That's got the risk that on part. your paperwork. So your next. I only get bonus money. Mine goes if I survive the risk of loss. Right. Yeah. It seems like a terrible way to do. Otherwise, that. it's just a loss, and it's no longer a risk. It's it's a loss. It's a bonus. It's hazard pay. You've, we've, it this pays is out our, to your next of kin. This isn't our first gig. Oh yes, no. Is my. Does your paperwork have my next of kin updated there? I don't think... Did you change I it? I don't have... I have to go to HR. Don't uh, bust look, Shelby's balls. You know that no, your I'm paperwork... I'm just making sure. Like, I don't have, we're this gonna is get my daily here. brief like, notebook. Mine my goes to the barge right in to pay my tab. See, that's that's smart. You want to make mm. sure you pay your debts. Don't want to be a debtor a like of, old That's cat. a lot of beer. Well, mm. I also live there. Oh, okay. So that's rent too. Okay, it's a bed that's, and breakfast. Very, it's very, very nice. nice and expensive way to live. I admire you, sir. Um, <laughs> All right. Now, if you guys uh, want to head out there, um, I'm pretty sure that if you could just do me a favor, do a favor, and, and just just stop by the farrier. Um, I've got a new set of horseshoes that uh, he's supposed to give to me. I like to put them on myself. I'm a bit of a tinkerer. Wait, you wear the horseshoes? 
That's no, I put them queer, on my horse myself. I like to do the tuning myself. Oh, oh sorry. I thought you said I like to put them on myself. That's right. I and thought I that maybe that you would plant prance around and have a metal shoes. clank. Which is which is fine, right? No, like, no judgment just, here for sure. It's right. But it's for no, your horse. I don't, I don't, it's for your horse. It's for my horse. It's you want us to horrible. so not only are we risking our lives down at plot four C in the crypt, you need mm-hmm. us to do your errands as well. P&E. Well, it's not really an errand, right? P&E. We're just yeah, getting some horseshoes, Just right? a, fa- a favor. Because then he'll owe us a favor. Thomas, remember that one time somebody owed us a favor? Uh, it was quite nice to, to have the favor your, that we could collect. Yeah, to pay off your debts. Right, right. We'll get your horseshoes, boy. Th- th- thank you, guys. That will be all. Uh, one it. thing before. Yeah. And, and I, I like to walk up and, mm. and take the, the orders, right? Because we usually get the paperwork. There's yep. Like, could I see your credentials, Shelby? It's awfully fishy, if you know what I mean. My my credentials? Right, just your standard Kinshannon guard badge. Yeah, yeah sure, no problem. Um, he he like shuffles around for a second. And it's like, oh god, where? I turn to oh, no. to Derek and I'm like, you want to maybe do an insight check on this fella, or these credentials? And you see, you see that I've got my notepad out, right? Because I've been, I've been taking all these notes down. Like you, you like to take the paperwork and just look at it. But I'm like, okay, plot four C, and I, and I look up and I'm like, what was Thomas? What was what was that? Could you please do a check with that hammer of yours to see if he's on the up and up? He's got these credentials uh, here. Or we actually, you couldn't find uh, them, could you? I remember that. Out, you... Eventually, he pulls out from his hip pocket. He's like, oh, yeah, here, here, sorry, sorry, and flips it open and hands it to you. This. Uh, it's this gold star insignia. I'd hand it over to, just like I like. Does this look? You feel like this is okay? Oh, and I, I'm, I'm I'm like holding it in my in my hand. I, I roll up my uh, my my uh, sleeve, and you see just this hammer scarred into my arm because I call my arm the hammer. Ah, right? uh, yeah, you're cool like that. Yeah, and I'm just holding it, and I want you to see my hammer because I I think it's really cool. It's new. It is very mm-hmm. cool. I like that. That's a new addition. Yeah, Thomas, this this seems good. I would like seems, to. I mean, maybe, uh, I guess I'll. You know, since we're we're here to play games and take notes, I guess I could roll a dice. Can I, I inside check this? I don't mean to be a stickler, but I'm pretty sure that's that's against dress code. But you should roll your sleeve down. Uh, but go ahead, please. No, P and G, Shelby, just chill out. It's just the three of us here in the bullpen. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Just go with the flow. Uh, I got a twelve. Twelve. He's above board. All right. Yeah, no, and, and he's I, a nervous dude on his first day at work. I hand it back to him. I take it. I'm like, you know, as I see that, I'm like, and I hand it back to him. Anything else? Thank, thank you, Derek. You want to say for him before we go? Do you, you keep Thomas. You keep calling me Derek. What do you mean? Your name's Derek. We've been we've been working together for six years, and I've called you Derek. Derek, day in and Derek day out. is what you're going with. What are you telling me, Thomas? My name's Deridan. Deridan. Deridan, I've been Deridan for six years, Tom. I just thought you would always were saying Derek is in, like you were always doing it in a third person. You think I? You think I walk into the room and just go Deridan? Derek is that's in. That's what I thought. Wow. Is to that be fair, not... I don't think anybody just walks in the room and says their own name. Uh, Shelby, sorry. Why don't you stay sorry. over there? You, you came in. Hold your on. Business. Hold on. In fact, one you second. came into this room and told us your name. That's right. Apologies. You I'm going to go. I've no, got a lot of one paperwork pro to learn. Tip. One just, pro tip. Just, it's your first day, right? It's my first day. So this, and I hold up the, the badge and credentials. I'm like, this oh, I need that. is what makes you better than everyone else. And I'm like, you should keep it close. Keep it secret. 
but then you can do this. And I like to like flash. You know how like FBI agents flash their badge? Yeah, do they like a like, flip they thing? Just kind of thing? And they're like, yeah, we're in, we're out. Read them and weep. That's what I want to do. I'm like, that's what you're looking for. Shelby. That sounds like wow. that sounds like a performance check to me. I think that I think that does sound like a performance check. Give me some give me some gusto on this. All right. I'm not very charismatic. I didn't know if you know that. <laughs> but even Oh, with, you can roll even, do you want to roll intimidation instead? Even with a minus one. Okay. It's a seventeen. Oh. And it's the smoothest like flick. It's almost I like you're a it. you're a sleight of hand magician. Like you do the flip open and then you flip it back and it's just gone. It's the coolest thing. That's right. And and Shelby looks at you and he goes, "One day, boy, like this." And he tries to do it. I, you did it. And it it, it flips and like it does That's the flip open good, and then right? he tries to flip yeah. it back and it hits him in the face. That's with the, the trick. You'll get it. Oh, okay. Shelby, okay. okay. we'll take care of this script Ow. thing. You practice behind your oh, desk. Right in the eye. I think I need to see the nurse. No, yeah, you You're definitely fine. should see somebody. You don't need oh, it. It's, God, a, it's an eye wound. It is. You don't need an eye wash. There's oh, one in the corner, did, but no one's used it. Did you guys time. know? I also i I have a second job. Did you guys know that there's a sale on on bath mats? Uh, over at the general store. Just wanted to one mention moment, that, please. Just yep. While he's taking Bath, a note, you, you just see Thomas like it's like what I'm general looking like, viewers. You can't see it right now, but I'm just dumb like general looking at. Store. I just told you I live in an Airbnb or a uh, barge you, right so you're, in. Yeah, you're, I don't need bath mats, but it's good to know your home goods. What are about care of. personal toiletries? No, those they, that's Travel what they get you. They, size. Yeah, that's the problem. You get less in the package and more packaging, and they can just charge you out the the bejesus forums. It's not. Now, do I need a code or a coupon? A coupon? Nope. No, it's just half. Walk in the store, and it's it's half off. And I literally just say, Derridan is here. Derek is and, in. And we've been over. No, really right. Derridan, not Derek. Derridan, right? And so I just say, I'm here for the bath mats, and they'll give me the discount? They'll, yeah, they'll take you right to them. We have six right. different colors. Discount. What they are, are they? all shades of green. green. It's very soothing. Yep, very calming, like grass calming. on your feet. Um, but I've got to go get right. to work no, on my paperwork. We've got to go to um, Yeah, you guys should We're on our hit way. the road. Take care. Right. We'll yeah. see you later today. We'll see, yes, how you, of we'll see how your first day goes. Well, th- thanks, guys. I, hey, I really appreciate you guys being great with me and making this a really good working relationship. I'm excited for where this is going. <laughs> where do you want these horseshoes to go? Oh, just just drop them off. Like, leave them on your my desk. Lockers. My locker. I don't have a locker yet. We'll um, leave them on your desk. Okay, thank you. This desk. Right, because you're at Captain's office, right? Because you're taking over for Captain? Yes. Apparently I'll be the in Captain there. died. Everywhere. Right, because he, he, he got drunk last night. Got drunk last night, and then sobered ago. up, and then fell in the river and drowned. Fell in the river and drowned. That's suspicious, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed, actually, we're not on that case, right? It seems well, like... Your guys are, you guys don't do murders. Well, I hope not. You're saying... Not you murders. are telling me right now that you're, you don't think we're good enough to be a murder police. Well, if you were, you would be murder police. Uh, but that's just on face. Shelby, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you with these horseshoes. And and fucking Thomas just walks out. Like, come on. He, he reads that from Thomas, and you just see his face is white. Just like, oh, God. 
<laughs> see. I shouldn't have said that. I thought everybody knew. Come on, Dan Oden. Oh, see, now you know my name. Well, apparently six I years get now it wrong you know my and name. you feel like right now is the time to correct me, so... Well, I correct you all the time, Thomas, but you know... <laughs> One too many hits with And, and I motion towards the... I motion towards like a flask motion, right? Mm-hmm. Like a Never uh, on the know? job. You know that. Right, Hannah. but, you know, I'm, I tell you about the Derrick and Derrick situation when we're not on the job. You guys step out into the street. Uh, the sun is shining. It's a warm spring day. Uh, people are bustling. There is wagons going back and forth, people uh, trading their wares. You see, as you walk through the street on your way to the farrier, which I'm assuming you're going to pick up the horseshoes. Ah, uh, yes. I thought we would get it on the way back. Oh, I thought we'd get it on the way there. Well, we. why do you want to be carrying well, maybe around we should, four uh, do horseshoes? You do, a, do you want to do a, a sword We can pick shield. up the horseshoes if you want, but I'm not carrying them this sword, time, Derridan. No, I'm not doing that. Sword, I'm not doing... And of shield. course... Like magic um, fireball, go. sword, <laughs> sword, sword, shield, fireball, or okay, sword, shield, right. fireball, on go, right? No, it's fine. You just carry the damn <laughs> horseshoes. I don't even need to play. No, we're doing this out of it's. It's just. It's the right thing to do. Derridan, I don't give a damn about these horseshoes. I don't give a damn right, about so that PNG the back now. there, Shelby. We just found out our captain's dead. We've been given this. Crypt yeah, with yeah, the 4C yeah. family plot, which you know is a yeah. hot spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're worried about horseshoes. Well, we couldn't talk well, about I'm it. I'm saying in front we're of the not captain, gonna. Right? You think we're gonna remember afterwards, right? So if we go get the horseshoes now, then they're in the rear view mirror. I don't know what I the rear view I mirror start is. Start lighting my pipe. I start lighting my pipe. <laughs> Listen, sad. I'm just telling you. We're walking and talking. To, I'm yeah, you guys are towards the horseshoes. Almost there. Derridan. I don't give a no, damn saying. about if we get them now or later. I don't care. But I know you don't give a damn. Just do frankly, whatever you my want. Dear. I'm just going to smoke just... my pipe and you have to carry them. Gentlemen, can I help you? God. And God oh, blasted. Wow. Out from this small smithy, you see uh, what is obviously one of the best looking human people you have ever seen in your entire life. Uh, his God, just a gape. Shoulder length black hair. Falling perfectly over his forehead. Like a young wow. Keanu Reeves. He brushes it back. A nice, elegant Ooh. stubble is right, uh, crusting his chin. Circa nice. point break or speed. Yeah. Wow. His nice white shadowing. linen shirt open just a button too uh, far. Is there a wind Is blowing? there ever just really curious. a button that's lightly too blowing. far? There's lightly blowing wind. All right. Note. Take you it. see the muscles in his forearm. Grip. When did we get transported and, uh, into a romance novel? <laughs> Gentlemen, can I help you? Yes. Thomas here. No, don't bring me into this boy. Nope, Thomas here. Lad. Said that my tattoo isn't that great. What do I, you think about my tattoo? That's blasphemous. I didn't say that at all. I said I wanted to get one too, but with a dancing lady, so when I flexed, she danced. I think it's important that if you feel the need to express yourself that way, you feel free to do so. Because wow. you are the only person you need to impress. Wow. You hear that, Thomas? I'm smoking my pipe. I'm not even paying attention. You didn't hear that. I Thomas. heard how he just... good it was. It was smooth. Oh, um, everyone knows. And I look up. Are we at the store? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are right out. We're front. at the blacksmith. Oh. That's where yeah. you and walk he's, straight he's... to. 
He begins cleaning his hands on a towel that's uh, tucked into his belt, and he says, Wait, you're the blacksmith. The, I'm the farrier. Insight check. How can a farrier look this clean? He, I think you know. He does. How would I know? How would I? It's only a... It's only a 13. So you look at this guy and... Um, he obviously doesn't make his money from being a, a blacksmith. Um, he's the farrier. But... Uh, so he doesn't actually make the horseshoes. He just gets the blanks and puts them on the horses. Give me a history check. Okay. Nine. So you've heard of a guy, a, a guy who's a farrier and has been known as more of a smuggler, uh, Casanova uh, about town. So he probably puts three sets of horseshoes on horses a week and the rest he makes through sweet lovemaking. A man's man, a lady's man, a man about town. Exactly. A man who changes women like he changes shirts. Exactly. I... A man who just everyone just naturally loves kind of like I'm doing right now. I'm just enamored with his beauty. Oh, that's so kind of you to say. I do really appreciate the lighting on this beautiful morning. As the way it falls across your beautiful face. All right, well. all right. Thank you. What yeah, we're wow. here for horseshoes. You hear that, Thomas? Captain, newly minted Captain Shelby. Do you have four horseshoes Ooh. for him? Shelby made Captain. Good for him. I'll the other Captain died. Second. Do you know anything about that, pretty boy? Captain died. Oh, I did hear about that. Fell, he in, fell the in the river. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, he fell. He had too much to drink, and then he woke up, I guess, and fell in the river. Absolutely terrible. Oh, no, it is terrible. It's awful. Very tragic. And he brings that's out... That's what I was telling Thomas. He brings out a small package that's wrapped up in brown paper and twine. And this is, here, here you go. Uh, he paid up front, so absolutely no cost for you beautiful men. <laughs> Wait a second. Was Shelby going to expect us to pay for this if he didn't pay for it? I take the package. I'm like... Thanks so much, Farrier. Nice to meet you. Wait, did we, Thomas, did you catch his name? Though? He didn't give us his name. He just complimented how beautiful you were. Oh, my name? Well, and you, I thought. No, he was talking to you. I'm I've got Brian Terrier. Brian? Wow, even the name Brian Terrier? The city farrier. Or Ryan <laughs> Terrier. With a Brian. T- with a B. Brian. With a Terrier. Y. B-R-Y-A-N. The city farrier. Terrier. Like the little dog. Yes. The city farrier. And it's amazing that we haven't run into you yet. We've been here, like, on, on this block Well, for like six I didn't years. remember your name for six years, apparently. Well, no, yeah, you kept calling me Derek. Can you believe this, Brian? That's, that seems like Derek is in. an honest mistake. Derek is in. Brian, pleased to meet you. We've got to get to a crypt. Of course. And I hand, I just put the box of horseshoes, the little package of horseshoes, in Derridan's hands, and I start walking towards the graveyard. <laughs> Try writing notes with those in your hands. <laughs> I just I can't, like, trying to, like, put my pad of paper on the note box so I can keep writing Brian the Terrier from Farrier Land. <laughs> you guys make your way through the streets um, with little, little other uh, occurrence along the way. Um, it's not too far. Uh, the city itself is quite massive. 
Um, yes. So you know that that in this area that you guys are in, in this neighborhood, um, the, the uh, cemetery is a pretty easy place to find. Is um, there, there a are, cemetery in every neighborhood? Yes. Okay. There's a cemetery in each neighborhood, um, the city being so big. Um, but it's very compact. So the way that this uh, cemetery that you see as you approach is laid out, um, you well, mostly only paying attention to passing and scaring off you know, kids who are hanging out late at night. Uh, you uh, notice that everything is packed extremely close. Uh, ground is, is something that is precious, and trying to get any type of footprint in the city is difficult, as no one can leave. And no one's left in 665 years. Correct. Well, no because one's left and come back. No one's left and come back. Gotcha. But there's a river that runs through the town. From, yes. From outside to in. Yep. Okay. It actually runs all the way through, yeah. Right. A river runs through it? A river runs through it. And you make your way over. You find plot 4C. You place your hands upon the headstone. And just in front of the headstone, the ground falls away, somehow molding space around it and making a small staircase down into the earth. This is something you've seen before. It's where these very rich people are buried. All right. Darden. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm putting my notes away. Just a second. Brian the Terrier. All right. And you would both know this to be a, a form of a pocket dimension that opens up in here that they had uh, a mage create where they can store the bodies to get some extra space. And I, uh, I like, I grab the box and I put it below my sleeve and I pull my sleeve down to cover, cover my tattoo and the box is kind of inside the sleeve. Like the cool guys in the fifties, but with that did with cigarettes and all that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool guys in the fifties. I did that in the 2010s, bro. (laughs) Like yeah. Justin Smith, like Justin Smith in 2013. Um, well, Thomas and I and I wipe my hands together. Another day, another dollar. Am I right? Aye, but before before we go down, what? something doesn't seem right, Derridan. Well, that's that's the case every time we go mm, somewhere. Don't the Dark Watch <laughs> is the Dark Watch. Like no, we've been doing this for six years. Like it always doesn't feel what, Thomas? Did you? You have a little bit of a... Oh, you know I don't do it morning. on shift. You know I don't drink on shift. Right, but but like before shift. I have to start my day the right way. <laughs> like eggs and breaky, you're right? And then you have a little yes, bit of... Yes, with my coffee. Ale? Coffee. It's fine. So what I'm saying is like, what do you mean? What do I mean? All right, let's... You want me to, you want yeah. me to elaborate on what no, I mean? No, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, We're no, detectives, elaborate. right? We solve shit, right, yeah. right? Right. Sometimes we solve day in and day out. solve shit with violence, but we try not to, right? Aye, yeah. What I'm telling you is something stinks to high heaven. Well, we're in plot four C. Of uh, course, it about stinks. About the captain dying all of a sudden, and this Shelby showing up, and we were the only ones at work today to take this call to plot four C. How many times have you been in one of the fancy ones? In six well, right. years, how many times have we stepped into one of these pocket dimension graves? Probably about 17 times over six years. Do you just keep that in your notes? Do you just yeah, no, off and, the, and I pull, it and for I these types of conversations? One second, I pull my notes back out and flip 17 like a number times. of pages back. Okay, well, how many cases have we had if you're just to ballpark it? 
Between you and I, we've had at least 600 cases. Yeah, yeah, right. Plus, take a a minus 37. Right. So 17 cases. 637 cases. 17 of them have come to the pocket dimension, and one of them has ever gone right. Especially after... Uh, One second. Twice, actually. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Doesn't this... So you think this is two out of 17 is not even a good baseball average. Right, but we're still here. Doesn't feel doesn't make any of your any of and your I, your cockles be feel a little hanky. And I and I put my hand on his shoulder like I've done every other time we've done a case together. Mm-hmm. And I lean my forehead close to him. I love it when you And I go Thomas. So Thomas, I know. You smell like lilac. Like every other time. If this is fishy, We'll solve it by fishing. If it's not fishy, we'll solve it and get our money. You know what I mean? All right. I'll, I'll, you've calmed me down as always. I know. Note taken, though. Like, look, and I write down, this seems fishy. <laughs> Case number 18 into C4. Plot C4. <laughs> pocket dimension. Fishy. Correct. I'll write Just that put it in the record. <laughs> yep. It's written down, and I show him so he feels comfortable. It's important. Notes. Everybody's comfortable with the adventure. I take, like, I was, okay, after you then, Derridan, to right. hammer him. What did you just call me? <laughs> Thomas? Thomas? <laughs> Majestic Abernathy. You heard me. I said, Derridan, to Harrison. <laughs> Just like Thomas, I'm gonna act. I'm gonna act like you didn't say that, and I'm gonna go down these stairs, and I will see you at the bottom. I'll be right behind <laughs> you. You better. And I just walk. I take, I take around my neck a, a gold coin that I keep on a chain. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's it's gold, but it's like faded. Like it's still. It's not shined or anything, and it's got some type of indistinct imprint on it. Mm -hmm. And I put it around the neck of the of the angel that we had to put the shoulders on. So I take off my uh, I have a a coin on a chain that I keep around my neck, and Mm -hmm. I put it around um, the statue that we had to put our hands on the shoulder. Yep. And I cast Meld into Stone on it. Ooh. And then I follow Derridan to Hillhammer downstairs. So Meld into Stone, uh, as you cast it on this, um, this necklace, it just sinks into the stone. And where you would normally have seen this, uh, this angel... Um, perched and uh, arm, arms wide, uh, welcoming the grace of some, some god. You also see some bling in the stone. It's, it's a huge clock. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a huge sundial on a chain. <laughs> on, a, on a tombstone of somebody else. <laughs> and you, uh, you make your way down the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs, uh, Derridan, you find a mess. Jesus, it's uh, a mess down here. You see, uh, you see several uh, sconces where um, small torches would have been 
uh, placed. Uh, you, you see the torches mostly strewn uh, around the ground, except for one uh, off on the far side of the wall. Um, this this room um, couldn't be more than 30 feet by 30 feet. Um, in the walls, you see many uh, different uh, locations for... Uh, you put urns in there? Hmm. Sarcophaguses? Sarcophagi? Sarcophagi. Um, like where bodies Or go, coffins. Right? Like yeah. bigger... Alcoves. When you die and you're no longer alive, they're alcoves. They put you where you put them in, in like a drawer. Right, right. Drawers. I think. But you're not actually like pulling a drawer out. It's a hollow. Yeah, because you're not trying to get in and out. Cubbies. Yeah. Alcoves. Like, yes. A bunch, of, a bunch of alcovical cubbies. Right. But no sliding um, mechanisms. No drawers. No sliding mechanisms. Okay. Cool. So not drawers, Dan. You see many of these. <laughs> you see many. Of, many of these uh, have a a faceplate on them, uh, made out of marble, uh, but quite a few are shattered and their pieces strewn about the floor. And what's more disturbing is there are three bodies on the ground. They appear to have been dead for a long time, shriveled, wasted away, just sinew and bone. Do they look like they were dragged out of the Alcovian cubbies? Am I down? Uh, give me an investigation. Am I down there yet? Yeah, you you just got down. As he's as, getting laid, as you're investigating, going, I'd like to help you a little bit. Determine if the uh, if the marble fell out or fell in. If it broke in or broke out. I got a fourteen. Even fourteen. So as you dig around through the marble. Um, that's exactly what you discover. You discover that the there is no marble chips or pieces on the inside. So the marble came out. I've got a bad feeling about okay. this, Derek. Uh, you have a bad thing about everything, Thomas. I called you Derek again, and you didn't notice. What did you just Derridan. call me, Thomas? Derridan. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Give me a perception check. That I'm good at. Yeah. A natural twenty. I don't know if we do them different. Maybe we don't even celebrate them. Yeah, maybe it's more maybe, like like we get to the end zone like the Patriots, 20s? right? Like we belong With there. A natural twenty. You turn as you feel something move behind you, and. As you turn, you see rising up in front of you one of these corpses. It's horribly elongated. It stands nine and a half feet tall, its arms having an unnatural reach to it as it begins to claw towards you. But before it does, since you were so quick at recognizing that, you get a a, uh, surprise round on it as it thought it had the drop on you, and then suddenly you turned around and realized it was there. I'm getting too old for this shit. Let's roll initiative. Sweet. Goody. 
evening. This is our mid-episode message, where we want to say something so poignant and so rich in sustenance that you want to listen to more. Not only do you want to finish out the rest of this episode, but you want to listen to next episode because you care not about the content of the episode, but the content of the mid-message message. Justin and Bjorn have given me full reign of this message, and that is why I want to say to my viewers that I absolutely love the color red. I think that's the most important thing that you need to know about this podcast. Have a good one. We'll see you on the other side. I'm on my hands and knees right now, strolling through the marble. Uh, what is this, guys? Oh, no. Oh, I guess it's just decks. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I rolled a natural 20. Oh, oh, you did, did you? I did. That's wonderful. Uh, and you, Thomas? Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. And fourteen. Thomas. All right. So first up, um, I'm going to let you, uh, Thomas, you get your surprise round. All right. And then we'll, um, we'll get into regular initiative. Um, so yeah, this guy, guy raises up and he's like kind of exposed. You have a good... Uh, shot, you have an advantage on your attack. Oh, okay. Um, and there's... Alright, then we'll do this. I will um, cast Guiding Bolt okay. on him at... Let me just verify this here real fast. Because that was... That Meld the Stone was an expensive RP flavor. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Guiding Bolt... I will do it at second level. Okay. Uh, nah, fuck it. Just first level is fine. So that's forty-six. I got. I'm gonna try and hit him. Is that a is that a spell attack hit or is that a saving throw? It is a spelling spell attack. Hit. Cool. Thank you. Okay, that's pretty good. That's a twenty-six to hit. That hits. That hits. Um, and I'm actually going. To, ooh, is it a channel? Hold on. Is it a channel divinity or not to do this? Uh, yeah, that's fine. I did. Okay, so this is this. Three plus. I'm not talking into the microphone. So three plus 11 is 14 radiant damage. And the next Tasty. attack has advantage um, because of the guiding bolt. Oh, nice. So, okay, cool. Uh, 18 radiant damage is what I do to him. Awesome. 18, um, oh, you said 18 radiant? 18 radiant. Um, 
and then I will um, I'll loosen up my shield and and my hammer because I also use a hammer. Um, and you just doesn't have a tattoo of one. No, yet. but I am interested <laughs> in who your tattoo artist is. And that's uh, I'll shift around. So I'm imagining this guy's in the point of the other three. So I take up my normal position where I can uh, assist um, Derridan, um, but staying within thirty feet of him. Right. So I'll, we'll split them. We'll have to make. They'll have to split. They'll have to pick one or the other for us to hit. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tactical positioning. I like it. Uh, next up, uh, we'll get to the beginning of the initiative order, Derridan. And you hear me like, uh, uh, and I get up off the ground. You were investigating. That I was investigating. A roll of perception check. <laughs> That's a 13. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you see, you hear, you hear the, um, the guiding bolt hit. And hiss as it's begin, it like courses in this uh, undead creature's body. It almost sizzles and burns his skin and glows. Um, so you know that this guy is uh, pretty badly hit right off the bat. The uh, the other two corpses haven't moved. So I, I I get up and I go, oh, Thomas, this is just like plot E. Three from two years ago, and I run up to this guy and I just swing my hammer at him. <laughs> Get it? Give me an attack roll with advantage. Oh, with advantage. Well, from my spells. Nice. Yeah. I did that because um, I care about you. What do I don't? Sorry, I don't know what hammers usually are. Weapons. If it's one-handed, it's one d eight. Yep. If one it's D8. if okay. you don't have a shield and you're swinging it with two hands, it's like. I don't know. I, what, I don't know what. A, I, I mean, if you're doing a maul, it's two d six. Like if you have no shield and you're doing two hands, like a big hammer, or are you doing a hammer and he's no, he's actually using like a claw hammer. Yeah, claw which hammer. actually that would be pretty legit. I don't think you get a lot of two hand in that one though. Yeah, I feel like that's just a solid. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've got I've got my you know my my uh, uh, issue issued shield and issued hammer <laughs> from the Dark Watch like. Yeah. And I keep them clean, right? It's these are you know, these these are our our gear that we're given when we first start from six <laughs> one, years ago. One so D8 I'm using that gear would be my guess. Yeah, one D eight. Uh, so I had a mod twenty on my hit. that hits. Um, and with that, I'd like to use divine smite Ooh. at second level. Ooh. Which is three d eight? Is one of those? I believe. You add three d eights. Uh, the extra damage is two d eight for a first level plus one d eight each spell level higher. So, so, so like like Justin said, three d eight. So you can roll four d eight and then add five plus yeah. my attack. So the first one's an eight. Ooh. Second one's a five. Fifteen. The third one's a seven. It's Twenty. And the fourth one's a five. Twenty-five plus five is thirty. 30 points. 30 points of damage. damage. All right. And some of that was... And like, as, as, as I was saying, just like two years ago, Thomas, just smacking Smack. him across the face. Um, and that, uh, your Divine Smite is radiant damage too as well, right? It's radiant damage as okay, well. Okay, so let's take the first three. It was an eight, a five, and a seven. Three is a 20. Okay, cool. And it's... Uh, 
It's like we've been made for this. Yeah, like again, as as you see this uh, this powerful downward strike come in, um, you witness this crackle going through this this creature's skin, and it, it kind of wretches with pain. Uh, anything else to do with your turn? Uh, that'll that'll that. Uh... That should be good. I'm just I'm within ten feet of of Thomas, correct? Yes. Arr. All right. Yay. Then I'm good. All right. Uh, next up is the un- oops is where I drop my d20, and then after that is where uh, this undying creature is going to first take an attack at Derridan. He's going to use his claw attack. Twenty five to hit. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That All hits. Right. And that uh, he comes in, he reaches back with one of his long, eerily long arms and whips it towards you. And as it does, the speed that it accelerates at really kind of takes you off off guard. Uh, and it's going to hit you in, in, in the face real bad. Um, and that's going to be... Eight slashing damage. Oof. Eight slashing damage and nine necrotic damage. And then as as he finishes whipping his claw, he'll take his second attack, which is called his necrotic blast, and target... Uh, Thomas? Yeah, I think he'll target Thomas. Yeah. Okay. And this is against my AC? Ooh. Yes, this is against his, your AC. It's a rain spell attack, but that is only a 12 to hit. That does not hit. And as this blast comes in, he breathes out this, like vicious, noxious gas towards you, and you pull up your uh, your shield just in time, and you, you feel the billow rush around you, but you're unharmed. Um, next up is Thomas. And Thomas, give me uh, another perception check, and this one with advantage. As you shift it around like to the strategic location. 16. Um, on what is now the far side of the room, about 30 feet away, something shimmers. Opposite of where the stairs are. Yes. Okay. Um, and go ahead and it's your turn. I would like to shout to Derridan, watch out for something in the corner. Something cut my eye. And then... Why, why are you shouting, though? <laughs> right next to You want to know why? Because the storm's coming. And I call down, call lightning. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Wait. It may not work uh, inside. I think, I, think call, yeah, I think call lightning has to be outside. It's like a 100-foot ceiling or something. We're like in a pocket dimension underground, right? Yeah, 100%. Let's see what it says. The spell fails if you can't see a point in the air where the storm could appear. For example, if you're a room that can't accommodate the cloud. So I would know that. I would know that. Well, what I'd like you to do, <laughs> since this is like it's like a core feature of what you are, and a lot of this campaign will be inside, messing around with stuff inside, um, I'd like you to uh, just do a, uh, a skill check with your casting ability, so a wisdom check. 15 is the total. Okay. So you go, you go, and and you you've done this before. You've battled in tight quarters. You've trained for this. You figured out a way to channel this call lightning in a confined space. Um, it is 
the exact same spell, just... Just in the space. It works. In the space. A yeah. storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder. It's centered on a point that I can see. When I cast the spell, choose a point that I can see within range, and a bolt of lightning flashes down from the cloud to that point. Each creature within five feet of that point must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 3d10 lightning damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. And uh, uh, my, right. my spell save DC is 17. 17? And uh, you're casting, I'm assuming you're casting it behind yeah, the guy. Yeah, just so, so it gets wouldn't... the guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm sorry, the DC was? I think it's actually 16. 16? Deck save of Oh, there's a 14 on the dice, so he does not save. He's not save. I'm going to channel my divinity so he takes maximum lighting, uh, lightning damage. Ooh, uh, so he takes 30? So he's going to take 30. So mine is the... Damn, uh, boys. Oh. Check this out. Storm Cleric. It's cool shit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do, uh, do the channel divinity, which gives me max damage. So that's 30. And then yep. when I deal lightning damage to a large or smaller creature, I can push it 10 feet away from me. So yeah, I'm gonna, it's, it's small. It is not large. I'm going to push it, it large, ten feet not. away from me, and that should push it out of Daredan's range if he wanted a um, attack of opportunity? Question mark. I don't know. It's. I think the way I'm positioned, maybe I can't push him, but I'm pushing him ten feet away. You can push him, but I don't um, think it'll push it the right way. Push it real good. Push it real good. You'll push him away, but I don't think that gets him an opportunity attack. Great. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, he he, he kind of gets slammed into the entrance on the stairs that were going up uh, out of the crypt. Copy. That's the um, end. That's, take an extra, he took 30 lightning damage there. And an extra two bludgeoning damage from, from being, bumping his heel from being, on the stair and falling on his owie. He got an owie. Tight. All right. Uh, that brings us to the end of the round. Uh, next up, uh, Derridan. Ow! <laughs> As I touch Sizzles, my face. doesn't it? Now you know why I was shouting. Oh, yeah. I'm still. What? I can't hear you. And, and I said still, Thomas. And I, and I hold my, my hammer up in front of me. And I channel divinity. And I... Sacred weapon as an action. I'm imbuing my hammer. Ooh. And it now, for one minute, I add my charisma modifier to my attack rolls made with this weapon. Ooh. The weapon also emits a bright light in a 20-foot radius and a dim light 20 feet beyond that. Okay. So it's basically like I've got a giant light switch torch hammer. Uh, Thomas, give me another perception check. I will also say, do I have advantage on this one or no? No. Okay. 11. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you see this light flash uh, and, and this magical hammer become imbued with power. And um, just, you should remember, you get, you don't, not, not, there was an action to activate it, but you get two attacks as a paladin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that last time. But That's okay. Just remind me. I was going to do that anyway. So I, uh, so I've, I take a three-point stance and I go, Thomas? Yar. Remember when I got hit in the face back in, was that Oct 2? 
and I just charge at the at the guy that was pushed back, and I swing my hammer into his gut. All right, give me a tech roll, and that will be a. So I add my wisdom as well. Is that right? Charisma, charisma, your charisma, charisma is what I said. Charisma, charisma modifier. So it's quite a lot to hit because you have a plus four in charisma. Yeah. So that's going to be a twenty-two. Uh, he is going to see this big hit coming in towards him, and he's going to use his reaction to ca- uh, to cast a necrotic shield, where this just black death shield envelops him, and your hammer slams into it, but can't do any damage to him. Got it. So, like this, just darkness orb happens, and my my hammer of light just slams bashes into, into the side of an it. impossible or impassable, immovable object and an unstoppable force. So, and we don't see light through it, so the light, you know, just kind of bends backwards. Towards yeah, it, me. it almost showers with sparks, like a very cool welding mistake. Right, like it's it's brighter behind me now than it was be- in front of yeah. me. Nice. And and I and I whisper to Thomas, I'm like Thomas, he's got a shield. <laughs> no shit, <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> or shall I say, girl. <laughs> and that's that's the end okay. of my turn. Um, next up is the uh, the undying, and he will again rear his claws back and whip them towards you. That's a twenty six to hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one hits too. Right, and that is nine, fourteen slashing damage, and thirteen necrotic damage as again his claws rake across your face cutting you deep Uh, and then again he will prepare his necrotic blast to go after Thomas am I within range oh it's it's not a cone it's like a it's a yeah it's a a target one gotcha Uh, that is a 17 to hit no 19 AC again with the shield rips right down in front of you and the, the blast billows around you uh, totally fine. That's uh, Thomas, you're up. It's not going to be good when that actually lands. Um, I will... Okay, so... Lightning is still can happen because it's concentration. Yeah, you just call uh, it down, Does right? it seem like I could safely do lightning with my good friend Darden near him? Um, it seems like you could. If you roll a one, you'll hit him. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I think that's the, that's the only one. Um, Everything else is fine, and you target it perfectly behind um, the Undying so that he you know, doesn't hurt Derridan. Okay. Uh, let's see. I want to make sure I do this. That means he's got to make another dexterity saving throw. Yes. For a 16. Nope. That's a 7. Okay. So I'll roll 3d10. That was a good one. 24. It was a 10, a 9, and a 5. Whew. Of of lightning damage, um, and he's by the. I pushed him closer to where we came up, right? Yeah, he's still. You can ram him back into the stairs. How again. does he? Uh, oh, I guess that does move him. Yeah. Um, does it? I don't care. I, I can push slam him up against the wall again or whatever. But the when I did a perception check earlier, it was opposite of the stairs, right? Yep. So what I'm going to do then is I'm like, uh, Derridan, 
Make sure you keep your shield up for the next one. And I'm going to pivot so that I can... I know it's 30 by 30, but I want to pivot so I can see him. And, you know, because I don't want to turn my back to where I was looking before. I want to make sure that I can keep both of them in my line of sight. Because something was sparkly two 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 rounds ago. And end of my turn. Okay. Um, Give me another perception check at the end of your turn. So you're, you're kind of trying to locate where this shimmer was again. I cannot roll higher than a five on these perception checks. That's another 11. Okay. Like I'm very perceptive. Like I'm a perceptive kind of guy with one (laughs) eye. (laughs) All right. Um, At the end of your turn, uh, one of the other uh, corpses on the ground rises up again, nine and a half feet tall, huge gangly arms. Very big corpses. And it, it moves to close with uh, you, Thomas, but it doesn't make it there uh, because it does use half of its movement to stand, stand up, up. Um, and just cross the room towards you. So it's kind of in the middle of the room. Copy. Um, then uh, after that, it is Derridan. I would like to use... Let me read this real quick. Uh, can I... So how does how does lay on hands work? Can I lay on yes. hands myself? Yes. You have a pool. You can touch yourself. I would oh. like, I would like to, I'd like to like grip my my right arm right on the right on the tattoo, right on the tattoo, and and just em- emanate healing energy into my body. <laughs> All right. How much healing does that give you? Um, he has a pool five times says, paladin level, I believe. Yeah, you can restore a total number of hit points equal to your paladin level times five. So fifty hit points you have to give out. Yes, and I've lost 44 so So, far. sounds like 44. I'm going to fill up 44 here. I think that's a great plan. Cool. Um, do you all still have an attack as well, or do you only get the second attack if you attack with your action? Yeah, so I full-on I full on used my action. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna, but I'll turn towards, towards Thomas and, and the Undying. Prepping for the, for the hit. Yep. He's, he's coming uh, to... The first undead, uh, or undying, is coming towards um, you, Derridan, and going to go with claws one more time. 28 to hit God. that time? Man, that's the one that I've got he down. hits with those claws. Yeah, no, I'm getting hit again, because obviously... Oh, not as good on that. The DM does not like me <laughs> specifically. <laughs> ten, 10 points of slashing damage. It's like he's out to kill you. Seven. <laughs> Jesus. Four is 11 uh, points of necrotic damage. Yeah, good thing I healed, because I'd be dead. <laughs> uh, and then the breath again. See if you can finally get this to land. Nope. It's an eight. Uh, the breath again, not even close. You you have this guy's timing on lockdown with your shield. Absolutely demolishing him. Uh, before your turn, Thomas, the shimmer reappears. And then all of a sudden breaks... And I need you to give me a history check. In mid-battle. I'm not the one Do that you writes the notes. This? I'd just like to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a critical fail. All right. You have never seen this. In all my years before. on the seas and skies, I've never seen anything like this with my eyes. <laughs> You see this uh, this creature 
uh, emerge from a space that was previously unoccupied. Uh, Derden, give me a history check. I'm the notes taker, so... The notes taker. <laughs> but, but I only rolled a two, so... <laughs> All right, you have no idea what this and thing I is. I thought either. I was the it looks, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a fiery suit of armor that is oh, somehow nice. twisted and tortured. You see pain in this hunk of burning metal that has a shield and a giant sword in one hand. With that giant sword, you hear this booming, horrifying voice. Do either of you know how to speak uh, hold on infernal absolutely not <laughs> I do not think so <laughs> not in my don't think so. Sure. you know in, in, in all of my years and training at the dark watch it, at the dark watch you know I, I took a number of classes but none of them were in progressive learning programs so, we call them you hear what you would both recognize to be a spell uh, oh. But the the voice speaking the spell definitely does not come from this creature. But it is being channeled through this creature. Great. That sounds cool. It's 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 very cool while you guys are watching and flipping out your notebooks to take notes. Aye. Yeah. Um, and then a moment of panic sets in as the door... To the portal seems to shut. The door out. Yes. The, the what stairs. What is formed into stairs is now just a wall. I turn and I look Darren right in the eyes. And I don't even say anything. I just look at him. I just look at him. <laughs> All right, so the, and, the, uh, the portal's, Thomas the portal's closed. The portal is closed. And I'm up. Yes. And I've got all these problems around me. <laughs> Okay. I think you have problems. You haven't been hit. It just means I get to watch you die. Um, I'm going to drop the lightning storm, grab my okay. prayer beads in my hand, and I'm going to cast uh, Banishment Ooh. at level four on this creature who just got here. Tight. Can you read I me can. Banishment? I attempt to send one creature that I can see within range to another plane of existence. Let me try that again. Of existence. It's hard when you chew on your R's. The target must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. If the target is native to the plane of existence you're on, you banish the target to a harmless demiplane. While there, the target is incapacitated. The target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears in the space it left on the nearest unoccupied space. All right. Charisma saving throw. 16. He's not terribly uncharismatic, but not his strong suit. Nope, that's a failure. And with a... He disappears. This massive, hulking metal monstrosity just... Blinks out of existence. I can hold him for one minute. One and, minute. And, I look, and I look Thomas in the eyes, and I just smile and like nod like, see? See? We're fine. We're fine. That's, and that is the 
that is the end of my turn. I will, I will probably be, I'll get closer at this point, like back to back with um, my good friend Derridan. Okay. Like where we're shield Partners. to shield, right? Like we're now, now in like a Concernicus mode right now. Right. This, this is our 300. Yes. There is no pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, no, there's actually no way out. This is our Alamo for you Texans out there. Dan just moved there, so he hasn't been yet. But <laughs> All right. The second uh, Undying is going to go ahead and take both of his attacks at you, Thomas. Right. 22 yes. to hit yes. on the claw. Yes. That is, ooh, that's nine slashing damage. Concentration holds. 15 necrotic damage. So nine plus 15. So nine. So what, 15, and what is the necrotic damage? So the is it actually 12. hurting me in, an, in a very bad way, or is it just type of damage? No, it's just, it's just so the nine way. Nine plus yeah, 15 is 24. Uh, then the necrotic blast. That one should hit at twenty-three. Okay. Uh, and that is two on the first two d six, and eight. So that's ten total damage on four d six. Sixty-nine minus thirty-four is where we're at, viewers. And I saved con save on both of those. Tight, barely. Um, next up is Derridan. Top of the round. I am going to do. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand this ability. Which one is it? I, I play. Sanctuary. So it means that you can cast that on somebody, and if they if they attack that somebody, they have they they have disadvantage because I think you're protecting them. Like you're until the spell and any creatures who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom. Oh, okay. Save. So they can't even make. So if that guy, if you, if that if that had been on me, that guy would have had to make a wisdom saving right. throw before he could even attack. Right. Yep. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. The spell doesn't protect the warded creature from area effects such as explosions or fireball. If the warded creature makes an attack or casts a spell that affects an enemy creature, the spell ends. So, you just went. And we're back to back. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to look, I don't want to look at Thomas. Much. And I just... I want to whisper a sanctuary... To ward off an attack that's going to go towards Thomas, okay. so that'll potentially head towards me instead. Got it. Uh, anything else with your turn? I'm gonna. So I still do. I still have that pool of lay on hands. Can I get the last six? That was, that no, that was my action, wasn't that it? That was action. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, just just chilling. Uh, the first undead is back up again, or the undying. How is does back he up again. look? That one. He looks uh, pretty shredded at this point. He's got um, his sinewy like muscular? Gross. No, not in a good way. Like like oh. shredded, like if you had a plastic bag and you just took a, a knife to it for a little bit. Um, that's his sinewy skin kind of whipping around in the wind. Definitely not the, uh, the pristine corpse that he once was. Um, 
he's going to come up and he's going to see Daradin and he's going to take uh, another claw attack at you. And that's a 27 to hit. Hit that all day long. Jesus. Uh, that is 6 plus 5 is 11. Slashing damage. 5. 9 necrotic damage. Cool, 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 cool. And he's going to follow his first plan, where Splitting. he's still trying to get the breath to land on uh, on you, Thomas, he's but he's got to make the saving wisdom saving throw, throw now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would imagine his spell DC is like fifteen. Yeah, it's a ten on it's a ten on the dice. So, didn't um, so he fails that, and I think instead of retargeting, he's just going to try and and do that attack and just billows over and it is protected by your sanctuary, uh, sanctuary shroud over uh, that, that protects wow. your body. Uh, Thomas. I'm up. Does does the um, the twisted metal creature get a saving no. throw? I believe it is. I he's believe just he's stuck gone for a, minute. for a minute. Let me Perfect. let me read it again um, to make sure, but you can keep talking. Oh yeah, well I was going to say if, if that's the case then you're up. Either that, he, he either makes a saving throw now or you're up. He remains there until the spell ends. Okay. Okay. Um, my turn. I got Shreddy Shred close to us, right? Uh, I'll mm-hmm. just take... Um, I need to check one thing because I'm uh, going to try and keep us going here. So what do I have here? I'm going to cast, I believe, instead of hitting with my hammer. Everyone's favorite spiritual weapon, which, of course, is a big fuck-all floating hammer. And it's going to (laughs) be on the opposite side of Shreddy Shred in in front of us. Um, Ooh. I'm actually going to. No, I will cast it at. at, I'm going to cast my last third level spell slot, um, and cast it there because it it lasts for a minute. There's no concentration. It's a bonus action. Um, Yep. And then he's going. Then so it's going to be. If it hits, it does two d eight. Tight. Is that true? Let's make sure. Yes. One d eight plus my uh, spell casting modifier. Wisdom. So that's good. So let's see if he hits. Um, okay. The way I position it, can I get advantage or no? Just asking. Asking. Uh, I will give it advantage, but I will say that he, um, the uh, Undying can't use his reaction with the shroud or shield. Okay. That's going to be a 16 to hit. That hits. Sweet. Nine plus five is another 14. Another 14. And it is force damage, not radiant. Okay. Uh, this thing is... Looking real bad? On death's door. On. <laughs> Guess see what you did there. Um, great. <laughs> uh, that's, the end of, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, it's time for the, uh, the second undead or undying creature. Um, he will again attack you, Thomas. Twice? Yes. So he's got to make a wisdom save. You cast a spell. It's not oh, I me. That broke it. It's it's Daridin. 
Can you read that one more time, Derridan? I think that Sanctuary ends if you cast a spell. But it, yeah. Okay. I thought it was only the person who actually cast it, not the one who's got it on. I think I think it is. Uh, if the warded creature makes an attack or casts a spell that affect that affects an enemy creature, this spell ends. I'm I miss. So you're I my warded creature. Because I also thought that my hammer would be hurting them, not me. <laughs> Guns don't kill kill people. People kill people. <laughs> Not people kill people. All right, so then there you go. Not hammers. No okay. wisdom save. Uh, so, sorry that I didn't understand how that worked, Dan. No, it's all. I really thought no, you fine. just didn't have to make an attack. Twenty-three I on the claw. I just wanted to attack. protect you once. Twenty-three hits. Uh, with twelve slashing damage. Okay. Five. How much necrotic? Oops. I got roll one of those. Six with only six necrotic damage. Okay, so that's eighteen. I rolled a 14 on my con Nice. And, and as, as, as he gets hit, Darajan just goes, doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> Next, the Necrotic Blast. That is a 26 to hit. Jesus. That hits. That is 11. Plus 8 is 19 points of necrotic damage. And with that hit, you see... The good, the good Thomas Abernathy crumple to the ground. Ooh. And the banishment ends with the demon popping. Actually, it. right? Demon. It's concentration, so demon yeah. pops back into existence. Yeah. And pops back into existence. Um, so, Derridan, you're up. Your comrade has just fallen behind you. Uh, you have two undying creatures and a twisted metal flaming hulk of death staring you down. And you used all your lay on hands. Mm. <laughs> well. And I, uh, I lay my, I lay my shield down and I, and I, in my left hand, I grip my notepad. In my right hand, I grip my hammer. I'm going to go swing at the Undying. The one that looks really yep, maybe, weak. Maybe we kill one. Maybe we take one out. I like it. I like it. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we hit one. Maybe out. we take one out. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yep. attack him. That's a 17. It hits. With your claw and, hammer. Uh, You're going to smite? With my claw <laughs> hammer. <laughs> I'm going to divine smite okay. it as well. Uh, just just the first level. Just so that'll 3D. be three, three two, d eight plus three d eight. So that's seven, five, seven. Nineteen plus five is twenty four. Plus five. That happened a lot. This twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and with that hit, you see the bones and sinew tear apart, fragments of of undead skin rip off and shatter in front of you a pile of dust as the bones disintegrate having been held together by some sort of magical means Uh, and you feel a rush of cold wind as you almost 
completely deeply and and in the core of your soul sense that you've released a soul. Yeah, yeah, I feel that in my soul. Yeah. Um, and I think you have another attack. He does. I do. I do have another attack, and I'm going to turn. And it's there's another undying, right? There's one yes. laying down, one up, and then the flaming suit. And the flaming suit. And I'm uh, I'm gonna see Thomas's body on the ground and go well. This did seem fishy, and I run towards the <laughs> the armor, and I'm going to sw- swing it at the okay. armor. Give me an attack roll. That'll be a mod 20. Uh, that does not hit. Nope. No, it doesn't. Would. And I'm just kind of sighing in front of this armor that I. I'm just sorry, you said mod twenty. Yeah, he did say mod twenty. Ty goes yeah. the runner. His AC is twenty. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. Cool, 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 uh, cool, cool. You want cool, divine cool, smite cool, cool. You want to pop that last divine smite? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop that last divine right. smite. So we'll just do one. We'll just do. One. There's a seven. Jesus. Paladin. There's a three. And a five. Seven, three, and five, so 15. Hold on. He might have a third level. He could, if you want to burn your third level spell. I think I already. Okay. Copy. I, well, I have that two third ten, levels. Is that right? And I did. Levels. Yeah, and I did one earlier. So this would be my last one. Add so two, I'll, more, I'll two more D8s one more. for a total of. Okay. Yeah. So you're at 15. Mm-hmm. So that's another four. And eight. And twenty-seven. Yeah, right onto his chest plate. And and you see this, uh, your hammer come down, and like you've seen so many times before, a shower of sparks burst out of this thing's chest as the hammer, the head of the hammer, sinks into its chest cavity. You feel it breaking chunks of metal, and co- like as the flame tries to lick around it and eat up the weapon, you rip it back out, pulling for. From him, a chunk of his chest plate. Brutal hit. Um, and now it's his turn. The the Undying is up next. Who's dead? So then it's his turn. Yeah. yeah. So he does not cotton to that so good. Not really a fan of that action from you. And he <laughs> brings back his left arm and just backhands you. Uh, with his, what is his actual shield bash? That is a 20 to hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that is... You know, because I put down my shield and I'm holding seven. my notes. <laughs> That's seven. Um, plus six is 15 points of damage. And then you need to make a DC 19 strength saving throw. Is it athletics or just strength? Just straight up strength, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, I, I, I can't see it, but I can see it, and I did not make it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're now knocked prone, and he's going to hit you again. Just bring his arm up again and hit you again. He's just slapping him. He's not even using a weapon. He's just using his gauntleted fist. 21 to hit this time. 
Yeah, 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 that hits. And that is 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, and uh, with that hit, um, with that with that hit, the hand that was holding my notes just kind of unfurls as my body goes lifeless. Great, as you great start to the lay there, there, you just you just killed both of us. <laughs> as you lay there, neither this hulking mass of metal nor the undying creature move. They sit there for what seems like an hour. The glow from my hammer is obviously lost at this point. It's been been long. As you are laying there in and out of consciousness, barely clinging to life, you hear the portal open again. And loud footsteps coming down the stairs as boots meet stone walking in you are able to see a tall dark figure your vision it's not so good right now as you're barely coming into life and the only things you can see about him are his boots as he approaches and stands right next to your head boots with a red stripe running all the way up the ankle and he says, that's the end of that problem. And cast Disintegrate on you. <laughs>